All right, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cody, Dad, and Shane's NFL. And as always, make sure you subscribe to this podcast as it's only 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 per month as we are getting close to playoff weekend. We got so much to break down. As let's get started with our NFL news. All right. Thank you, Cody. Um, NFL news. We got uh, Josh Dobbs, who's getting the start over uh, Malik Willis at uh, Tennessee. Um, Tennessee's uh, got a lot on the line. They're trying to uh, win the AFC South, and uh, they're finding themselves uh, the wrong end of a controversy with quarterbacks here. Um, The Colts, Nick Foles, short-lived. He's out with a rib injury. Um, And uh, (laughs) uh, I guess – you know, in light of what happened yesterday, uh, Nick Foles was convulsing, uh, apparently, on the field after a blindside hit and sack from uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. It uh, almost started a brawl there. Um, Seahawks, uh, Jordan Brooks is done for the season with an ACL injury after our big win over the Jets. And, uh, ooh, the Bears. They've dropped their ninth straight game, which is now their longest streak in franchise history. Oh, goodness. Um, the other one I think everybody knows about, uh, DeMar Hamlin and Monday night's matchup. Uh, there's still a lot to be um, determined there. Not a lot of information yet as to mm-hmm. what's going on, uh, his condition. But the game has obviously been postponed, and uh, we all uh, hope the best. All right, as let's take a look at our playoff picture now. As right now for AFC, we do still have Chiefs at 13 and 3, but Buffalo's possibly right behind them. But I don't think they ever did reschedule the Monday night game, but they do count as a second seed as of right now. Whereas Cincinnati does count as a third seed. And the fifth seed would be the Los Angeles Chargers, whereas the sixth seed would be the Baltimore Ravens. As Jacksonville and New England still have a chance, whereas Miami did move down as there's three teams that are eight and eight, as it all depends on pretty much week 18. So Shane, looking at the AFC last seed, who do you think is going to clinch it? You know, my heart is with the, uh, the the Tennessee Titans, I do like their, uh, their running back. I mean, it's tough not to root for that guy where he's just such a bruiser to get in. But um, the uh, – uh, here's, my, here's my take for the very last playoff team to make it in. Here's a – call it a hot take call it a shot in the dark. Um, I think New England and Miami are going to lose, and I think Pittsburgh is going to sleep, walk their way into the playoffs after they were just left for dead. And uh, Mike Tomlin keeps his streak alive of always having a winning season. Hmm. That's a good point. Dad, what are you seeing? For the uh, AFC? Yeah. Well, I kind of like what uh, Shane said. I I think uh, Pittsburgh – um, is playing really good football at the right time. I think they found some answers at the QB. Um, it really looks like uh, it, it's Jacksonville's. Jacksonville's red hot. 
right now, so they should win that division. I, I mean, I don't know that uh, Tennessee can overcome them. And so, I mean, yeah, you got Pittsburgh. I mean, you got uh, Miami and New England. I, I think New England and Miami can lose, but they're going to have tiebreakers over uh, anybody else that might have the same record. So, uh, yeah, I like the Pittsburgh call. I also would like to see um, – I'm a big fan of, of a team making the playoffs that has the right momentum. And Jacksonville feels like it's mm-hmm. got the right momentum. They're winning a bunch of games. And Tennessee's on the other – going their other direction, right? I mean, they're just sliding, picking quarterbacks out of the stands. So, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see a team that's a little bit hotter hit the playoffs and, and make for better football. So, I'm, I'm hoping that the, the Jacksonville Jags make it just because it's a different story. But, man, what a – drop off from Tennessee being the number one seed last year and then struggling to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean the Jacksonville, so it's been a, about a five year drought for Jacksonville. I, um, you know, at least for winning the division to 2017. Oh, all right. And then looking at NFC, so for their playoffs, we pretty it could go either way actually. I'll be going over scenarios in just a bit. But for NFC right now, we do still have Philadelphia at number one, San Francisco at number two, Minnesota at number three, Tampa Bay still at number four, Dallas Cowboys still at number five, and then the New York Giants at number six. On the other hand, there's only one spot left for the NFC, and that's going to be possibly Seattle. But with the scenarios, looking at those guys, for Seattle just to clinch, they would have to at least win their game, and then Green Bay would have to lose just for them to clinch. Where on the other hand, the first seed, that can go either way, as it's a Pretty much Dallas could possibly make it with Philly lost, and they would have to win, and I believe San Francisco would also have to lose, whereas 49ers would have to have both teams lose and a win for them. Now, looking at the first seed, Dad, who do you think might clinch the first seed, knowing how this is all playing out for NFC? I think Philly's going to clinch the first seed uh, by winning uh, against the Giants. Um, I think they're going to pull a rabbit out of the hat here. They're going to have some things figured out. Um, San Francisco didn't look like they had much to play for in that Raiders game, honestly. And then all of a sudden they came back out of nowhere. Um, So I I don't know. Minnesota – is too all over the place. I mean, they, they've got Chicago, right? Is that who they're playing? Minnesota? Yes, they do have Ch- yep, Chicago left. Okay, so Minnesota playing Chicago. Chicago doesn't really have a lot left to play for other than the longest uh, losing streak in franchise history. Um, so maybe Minnesota, you know, if Minnesota wins, but Philly's got to lose. I didn't doesn't Philly have the tiebreaker over Minnesota? Didn't Philly beat Minnesota? That is a good point. I don't know if they did. I can't remember if they did. But anyway, I, I still think Philly's going to clinch the one seed. All right, Shane. So what do you think about this one seed? 
one seed, I you know, I'm not sure if it's going to be Jalen Hurts or Gardner Minshew who's going to be quarterback. And if, it was, if Jalen Hurts is back, then I'll take the Eagles to, to win the game and kind of, you know, put that conversation to rest. But if uh, Minshew is the quarterback, you know, Roy, you, you may remember this. Well, I know you do. Um, but I'm getting some Dave Craig vibes from Gardner Minshew. You know, real good story of a little guy that can throw the ball around but can't win a big game to save his life. So, uh, hey, he's got know, bigger hands, though. He's got bigger hands. He does. <laughs> yeah, Dave Craig, smallest hands in the NFL. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's. What so are, I think the Eagles are going to take it. I think they're going to win. Well, what about the so the wild card picture? I mean, it is. There's a lot obviously on the line this weekend. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, let's. I, the, the trouble I have here is. Detroit, if Seattle, Detroit's game is late. If Seattle wins, what has Detroit got to play? I mean, you're just playing for pride, but the Packers are at home. It's, you know, going to be freaking cold there. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think Detroit could beat the Packers uh, two or three weeks ago, hands down. No problem. But uh, the Packers are on a roll all of a sudden. Um, and Detroit is kind of, you know, I, I don't know. Those, those, those teams always play each other tough. But if the decision for the Seahawks and uh, Rams game is already on the table, um, the only way Detroit's got a sniff is if Seattle loses. It's unfortunate that the NFL um, seems to schedule it to where it gives the Packers a massive advantage to everything here. Mm-hmm. Uh, sniffs and smells on this one. I don't like the way that this is playing out. I think every team should be playing at the same time so that everyone's watching the scoreboard but still completely involved and engaged in the games. So I think that the NFL did the Packers a favor. Uh, this game, the, the the uh, uh, Lions and Packers is one of my uh, picks of the week. So all right, uh, I'll, I'll reserve any more. Okay. Until... <laughs> all right, good. Right on. Okay, good. What else? All right. As now it's time to go over our top players of the week. As Shane, I'm going to start with you with your top players of the week. All right. My top players, uh, are uh, on some winning teams that are getting hot at the right time. Uh, Austin Nickler, uh, he's had 122 yards, two touchdowns, and finally showing the, the stats for us fantasy folks that are uh, have been riding his uh, coattails for a long time. Uh, the Chargers are looking really good, and uh, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. My other player yeah. is, is Mike Evans. I mean, sometimes that guy goes, you know, it goes away and he doesn't score or catch many balls, but boy, did he have a good game with 203 yards, hmm. three touchdowns. Uh, anybody who had him on this team can, uh, and, and or Tom Brady, yeah. boy, oh boy. Um, one uh, wild card for the player of the week is uh, uh, Mark Lewinsky, the <laughs> pride of Lackawanna University. Uh, <laughs> Playoffs is a card for the Giants, so uh, shout out to uh, <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. Mark Lewinsky. Well, um, so uh, top players for me, uh, Tom Brady, obviously, because mm-hmm. Mike Evans had a big day. Tom Brady had a huge day. 432 yards, three touchdowns in the air, and a rushing touchdown. Tom Brady had a rushing touchdown against Carolina. So huge day for him, you know, kudos to the old guy. Um, The other one that had a uh, pretty big day. So these are interesting numbers because on, on paper, it doesn't look really flashy. But when you get four touchdowns, and you win the game, and you score a crap ton of fantasy points. He had 91 yards rushing, two touchdowns on the ground, two touchdowns in the air, couple picks, Davy Jones, Daniel Davy Jones, the Giants QB, huge day for him. All right, as my... Top players for this week were San Francisco's Christian McCaffrey, as he had 121 yards, one TD, and 72 receiving yards against Las Vegas, whereas my second one is actually going to Las Vegas, as Jarrett Stidham had 365 yards, three TDs, and two interceptions, as I believe that was his first game, actually. With the Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> it, just like last week, there was some fantasy sleepers out there that are largely undrafted. If you look at the percentages of ownership that had huge games. And if you look at the, my fantasy teams, they all played against me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, indeed. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our players to watch now. As Shane, I'm going to start with you on your player to watch for next week. Uh, I, I just have one player to watch this week, and I think there's going to be a spotlight because I think he can be the spoiler. Uh, I, I believe the Seahawks are going to win and put that pressure on the Lions and the and the Packers to uh, – or for the Lions to play for um, – I guess just for their themselves. So my player to watch is going to be Jared Goff. I hope that he goes in there and just carves them up. Uh, I know he's not typically a good player outdoors and in, in Lambeau specifically, much better indoors. But my player to watch is Jared Goff. I just need him to win, um, and I'm kind of rooting for the for the Seahawks to make it in the playoffs as well, uh, selfishly. So Jared Goff, I think, is going to have a big game. All right, Dad, who are your players to watch? Uh, Shane, did you have two or one there? You only had one. Just one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, I had a note here, Jared Goff, definitely. But uh, <clears throat> also, uh, I'm looking at Derek Henry against the Jaguars. He's going to be back. He was out against uh, the Cowboys. And, I mean, he's going to be the only answer Tennessee has. I mean, the quarterback situation is up in arms. Uh, they're going to ride him, um, and they need him if they want to win the division, right? So um, they, Derrick Henry is uh, – I think he could have a really big day. Um, my other player that I to watch 
is going to be that uh, Travis uh, Etienne uh, Jr. there, the running back for the Jacksonville. Um, He's, I, I, they got everything to play for and they got the momentum like you touched on earlier, Shane. So uh, he, he's been a stud for them and uh, Tennessee's defense has just been getting worn out the last uh, four or five weeks of the season. All right, as my players to watch for this next week, I did Seattle's DK Metcalf. He only had three yards against New York, but hopefully against the LA Rams, he'll get a little bit more or at least a couple touchdowns out of it. And then my second I did was Dallas's Ezekiel Elliott, as he only had 37 yards and one TD, and that's going to be against Washington's defense. So that could go either or on that guy. Yeah, I want to say something about DK Metcalf. I had him on my fantasy team, and I go to the game. I'm rooting for the guy. He doesn't even get a look. When he does, it's a three-yard pass. It it equates to a big zero in the fantasy (laughs) stats. Thanks, DK. No, actually, no. Thanks, Gino, for looking his way. I'm not sure how many um, looks he had throughout the game, you know, that, that Gino didn't throw that way. But, boy, you know, you got Tariq Woolen on our side trying to win Defensive Player of the Year, and then you got that Sauce Gardner that's going to, you know, the big game, big stakes, and he holds DK to one catch for three yeah. yards. I didn't realize – DK Metcalf must be the largest human that pees sitting down on a big game. <laughs> he needs to step up in these big games, you know. Walks around with his shirt off in the in the cold weather, and then uh, you know, grabs the bed. Was that a pacifier I saw in his mouth there for a bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen a pacifier in someone's mouth since Big Jim came and the car. <laughs> Him and his crew rolled up in a Miata trying to sell you a yeah. Lincoln Town car. <laughs> the bees nesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. All right. And it's now time to get to our rapid fire questions now. Whereas I am going to start with dad this time hmm. on your question. Okay. I got to come up with a question. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, we, we probably, I know we've touched on this. Um, have we talked about uh, potential landing places for uh, Baker Mayfield next year? I don't think we have yet. My question is going to go to Shane. Shane, where where do you think uh, where 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 is Baker Mayfield going to find a home? Uh, you know that's a really good question. My my hope is that, and this is not going to be a popular opinion in the uh, in the Mayfield household. But what I think Baker should do is not look for another team and just be the backup for Stafford next year. Learn under McVeigh. Right, that guy he does wonders with quarterbacks, and come in and be the hero next year when Stafford can't make it through the season, um, and just you know, 
make another run at the Super Bowl if they can. Um, so I don't think he should go anywhere. Uh, I think he should stay where he's at, take a little bit less money, maybe not make as many commercials. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did like those Cleveland Brown commercials when he's in the stands <laughs> yeah. doing the thing. But, um, yeah, I think he should just take a year and uh, kind of re- reinvent himself a little bit. And uh, then I think he'll have more value. Otherwise, he's going to end up on the, you know, the I don't know, I want to say the Panthers, but just, you know, a terrible team. You know, how about this? He ends up in the Cardinals. Because Kyler Murray's out, right? And he's just going to stink, and the team's going to stink, and he's going to be out of the league. So I think he should stick around where it's at. Yeah, I like that. All right, I got a question for Cody. Cody, you were just at the Seahawks game, mm-hmm. and I had a, I had a thought when, uh, when we were watching a little bit of that game. Cody, do you think by next year there are going to be more – Male cheerleaders than female cheerleaders. Because I know there's a lot of male cheerleaders on the Seahawks sidelines. You know, it's hard to say. I think it's probably going to be equal, probably to more female cheerleaders. Honestly. Oh, all right. Yeah, there's a shift in the waters for sure. If there's anything that we lead the league in, it's got to be male cheerleaders. <laughs> and they are proud. Yeah, they are. But, I felt like the male cheerleaders' shorts were shorter than the females. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they're occupying the first three pages of the calendar, too. Yeah, yeah, they're all you know, May, June, and July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, ironically, the names are always uh, Gunner or Ryan. Driving up in their cars, their S two thousands with the top down. <laughs> All right, Cody, what do you got? All right, so my question is for Dad. Okay. So where does New York Jets go from here? You know, after being eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> well, I tell you where the Jets went after the game on the Sunday, <laughs> and all the fans. <laughs> went right to the nearest bar and uh, celebrated another losing season. Um, the Jets, man, the co- the quarterback situation there is 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 goofy. I don't think that uh, uh, Mike White's the answer, and I don't think uh, uh, Wilson is the answer. Um, it doesn't seem anyway. I mean, they're they're not going to be able to develop. I, they're going to have to go to the old wishing well, and, the, and that's the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know who's who's coming out that would be a good fit there, but I think they've got a couple of good guys that are suitable backups elsewhere. I mean, there's a lot of aging QBs in the NFL. I mean, you got Ryan, you got Brady, you got – I mean, there's uh, – I mean, shoot, you can make an argument, Foles – Russell Wilson's going to need somebody to stand behind him at some point. I mean, you can't keep getting sacked like that guy and expect to play two or three more seasons. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, I think they got some guys that they can trade and move as viable backups, but uh, they got to go to the go to the old wishing well and uh, draw from the hat. And what is that? What else does that mean? For, I think the Jets are still young, though. I mean, defensively, they're young. 
Um, they've got that Garrett Wilson. Um, they've got a decent uh, running back, I think, or he might have been dinged up. But they they've got uh, they've got some pieces there. I think they could be contenders if they get the right signal caller in there. All right, Shane. So, what do you think about with New York? Honestly. Yeah, I think they need a veteran quarterback. Um, you know, maybe you got a Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe uh, uh, Derek Carr, right? Derek Carr is mm-hmm. obviously here, uh, kind of surprisingly now going to be on the market since they just told him to go home uh, <laughs> for the rest of the year and not worry about things. So, I mean, he's going to be on the block too. So you get a veteran quarterback in there with these good teams and it seems to be the formula. Um, but, you know, back to Russell Wilson, got sacked in that game last week where the guy just picked him up and tossed him on his head. And there was no roughing the passer call, which shows you how far he's fallen because usually you just barely touch somebody's shoulder pad if you're a quarterback and you get a roughing the passer call. So even the referees aren't giving that guy any slack anymore. You know, that's a really good point. I mean, um, he's getting tossed around. He's looking for flags, and they're they're not coming because – that fall from grace was far. <laughs> yeah, he's he's lost he's lost him. You know, I, I I hate that for the guy because he meant so much to Seattle. But uh, you know, did, I got to look back and you know maybe he didn't. All right, as it's now time to do our. Next, look into next week's schedule as last week me and Shane ended up with a three on our picks and dad ended up with a four actually. Four out of five. Yeah. Wait, last week we were in double digits. <laughs> <laughs> on our top five, our top mm-hmm. five picks. So you yeah. and Shane had a three. I had a four. Yeah, you would have gotten a five if they did a Monday night game now. I would have gotten a five if they did a Monday night game. Or mm-hmm. I had the potential for yeah, a five. Potential. Oh, jeez. Okay. I was I was confused there. I think we went through the whole thing again. But uh, <laughs> still, hey, good job, Roy. I mean, almost uh, running the table five for five. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my sports betting app disagrees, but <laughs> oh. No, it, uh, it, it, I guess when, I guess I'm only good at picking anything when it doesn't matter. <laughs> so what do we got, Cody? Are we going to pick some this week or? Uh, yes, we are. As this week we'll be doing four. As for me, I did Casey over Las Vegas as a guaranteed win. Tampa Bay over Atlanta as a guaranteed win. Buffalo over New England as a guarantee win. And then I also went with Carolina over New Orleans for a guarantee win. Bold. What do you got, Shane? What do you look what are you thinking? Yeah, Cody, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on the Raiders game. I think that they're gonna sneak up and, and steal one from the Chiefs. Um, you know, the, the Raiders had that game last week against the Niners. And, um, I mean, they, they absolutely blew it. They uh, they were winning. It felt like they were winning. They kind of pushed the Niners around a little bit. But, uh, 
I haven't seen a, a fail that bad since Roy's neighbor tried to change a tire in his driveway. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take the Raiders in that game. Um, I'm going to take the Seahawks uh, to win. Just that's a, absolutely my heart is behind that game. I think that the the Rams are going to give them a little bit of a push because it's a division game. But uh, I, I don't think that uh, that they're going to have it in the towards the end of the game. Um, I also think that the uh, uh, the Cardinals are going to sneak up and win one from the Niners. So I think here's that uh, that since uh, I, I also you know thought that the, the Eagles might pull this thing off and get the number one seed. I think the, the Niners are going to find that out and start to sit some folks. So I'm going to take the Cardinals to win that game. And then finally, I'll if the uh, on the Sunday night game, that flex game that they moved down there to tee it up for the Packers, I'm taking the Lions in that game. I think that uh, you're not going to see the Packers choke that bad since they tried to win the riff off and pitch perfect too. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my four. <sighs> Well, okay, so uh, well, I'm I've got Seattle. I'm t- I, I gotta I gotta ride uh, dance with the one that brought me Seahawks or uh, Seahawks. Uh, obviously, they need it. They looked really good against the Jets, and maybe you could argue that the Jets are not that kind of team. But uh, the Seahawks, there, I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, Detroit, we absolutely need this, but uh, Detroit over the Packers. The Saints over the Panthers. 